Welcome to What's on the Block, a podcast hosted by X4 Technology, getting answers to the biggest questions on blockchain and the metaverse. The virtual world has a global community of innovators, and we are here to tell you what they're up to. My name is Maxine Ewing, and I'm here with Sandra Hello to talk about digital avatars in the metaverse. Sandra is head of metaverse and NFTs at Ziliqua and co-founder at Metopolis, where she leads related projects across growth, partnerships, strategy, marketing, and conceptualization. Zilliqa is a high-performance and high-security blockchain platform for next-generation applications. Sandra, thank you for being here. Thanks, Maxine. It's nice to be here, actually. So to start off, what is a digital avatar in the context of the metaverse? It's a very good question to start off with. So if we look at the metaverse in itself and we look at Web 1, Web 2, and the transition that we want to move to in Web 3 or Web 3.5, which is the next iteration of the internet, we need to transition to a new way of engagement and a new way of identifying ourselves in that layer. So this is where the digital avatar comes into play. And would you say a avatar is a representation of an individual or is it a character depending on, you know, I guess the application that you're using? It really depends and comes down to where an individual is interacting. Um, speaking from a metapolis perspective, we look at avatars as being your digital identity. So an identity that you can move between cities and between metaverses while having it connected to who you are. But I guess if you're entering gamified worlds who have a different vision and different objective, you can sometimes enter with a different identity or you know you can set up a new avatar every time you join. I think from our perspective, we really want to focus on how can we link the physical and the digital together because imagine if you had to change your email every time you had to you know talk to someone or you had to change your browser every time you had to as well have a conversation. It adds a new barrier to and friction, actually, to the level of interaction and engagement that might come out of it. So to us, an avatar is, well, hopefully we'd like it to be linked to your to your identity. Just to go over that, the, the vision is that an avatar is a singular kind of internet version, so to speak, yeah. of a real life person. Pretty much. I, gu- I guess that's probably the easiest way to put it. Uh, obviously, you know, there would be more connected to you building that identity because again when it comes to web 3 or web 3.5 not a lot of people have heard web 3.5 i'm just using it because that's how i (laughs) separate where we are now and the iteration of the next internet so if you look at the next internet being built with metapolis our vision is that this one identity you can use throughout entire web 3 so this is how we see them being linked the vision would be to have a single avatar that would be compatible with a number of different platforms that might have, you know, individual, you know, avatars or characters that one might play as. Yeah. So ideally that would be the case, but because the way blockchain operates is that people build on layer ones or layer twos that are different from each other. They each have a different smart contract or they might not actually connect in a way that you can transition from avatar to that world, uh, which is why if you look at how Metapolis is built or the way that we're looking at it, we work on the concept of cities, meaning once you enter Metapolis, you are able with your avatar to transport and teleport between cities. So we are building an interconnected and uh, inter- intolerable world, an IO world, <laughs> where you can go from city to city and you don't need to change your, your avatar. 
the vision is definitely being able to connect all of these worlds together, but that really comes down to a lot of work and a lot of communication between, you know, how these L1s and the L2s who are already built are going to communicate with each other. Absolutely. So that's one friction is the fact that things are built on different blockchains and, you know, that's going to be a major issue. In addition to, I guess, the technical constraints, which one would hope would, you know, eventually at some point in the future be resolved in some way, um, what other risks exist with the idea of having a digital identity, right? And the reason I ask this is that, you know, people are people and there are, you know, good things that people do and bad things that people do. Um, and, you know, it's obviously an incredibly sub, sub- Objective situation. Um, so what are some of the problems that you're already foreseeing considering this is such a person-to-person type of platform? Yeah, if you need to kind of break it down and look at the basis of what people view blockchain as being. I think me personally, I do believe that decentralization can exist with accountability, which is why if we want to move forward and attach the avatar to our own identity, there does need to be that level of KYC where you can actually verify, you know, this is you in the physical world and this is you in the digital world connected because the growth rate that that will bring or the, sorry, not the growth rate, the growth that this will bring for your own avatar means that once mainstream adoption happens for the metaverse or people start actually connecting the physical with the digital worlds, that identity that you have online can then represent you in physical worlds where you can actually, you know, declare who you are and complete certain tasks that might be linked to your physical identity. So Do I think KYC is necessary? I definitely do for the vision that is needed because there are a couple of things that people need to look at when, if you want to build a world, a metaverse where you want it to be the next internet and the next evolution of what we currently have, not a gamified world, we do need to take into consideration, sorry, things such as um, abuse, harassment, grooming, um, identity theft, threats, uh, you know, and a couple of other things that have kind of came out already in, in already in the news and people have dealt with. So there's a lot more to it than just, you know, we want to get people's information because that's probably the least issue that is, <laughs> that, that we, we are after. It's more how can we protect and ensure that everyone is in a safe world that is open for all and easily accessible. Yeah, that's really interesting because it, it brings up this whole thing where it's like, you know, if you're able to, and we're going to talk about this in um, a next episode that we're going to do, but, you know, when you think about infrastructure existing in the metaverse, like, you know, there being use in addition to, you know, hanging out with people or communication, but also like getting task, tasks done that you otherwise would have to do in person, um, you know, it brings up all these things like, age requirement to like have a digital identity or, you know, is, and I I know I'm getting way ahead of myself, but like, is digital identity something that you have like immediately, right? Like it's just something that you can't, you know, necessarily escape at birth because all these documents and, you know, infrastructure is going to exist in a virtual space. Um, So I realize (laughs) that that gets into a much bigger conversation, but, you know, I guess considering the issues that we have to address like soon or now, Um, you know, what are some solutions to offset issues such as accountability? You know, as of right now, a lot of people are anonymous. So anonymity, like, you know, what, what, what can we do right now? Education will play a very big part because again, 
I think we're discussing a topic that some might find extremely early. I think sometimes we forget because we're in the space that Absolutely. not everyone still even has a wallet for an NFT or for interaction with you know, any assets that are on the smart contract or on the blockchain. So I think answering that question will kind of be not too early in terms of tech or in terms of the answers being available, but too early in terms of innovation happens constantly. So an answer I might give now, maybe tomorrow or in a month time might not be relevant anymore. <laughs> so I'm going to stick to education because education is going to play a major part in how we onboard mainstream adoption of blockchain, mainstream adoption of people entering Web3 and people actually understanding what NFTs are, what the metaverse is, what an avatar will eventually become or could become, um, you know, how different industries can belong and, you know, how they progress through this transition. Because don't forget, a lot of people are still going traditional to digital after COVID. Yeah. So expecting them to go traditional digital Web3 <laughs> might be a bit too much for a lot of people. So it's, it's kind of an interesting space right now that people are transitioning into or even trying to understand and maneuvering around. So one characteristic of the you know, space as a whole is that many people and some people value anonymity as a tool that they can use or you know, operate in these digital spaces without necessarily their personal, like physical identities, you know, being known. Um, so considering that that's kind of like a, a cultural interest within the blockchain metaverse space, I guess, how is that reconciled with, you know, having a digital identity, like in this scenario, a digital avatar where that anonymity might not be possible? I mean, look, it, it really comes down to, again, to what you want to do, because gamified worlds will still exist. You can still have that anonymity without having to enter Metapolis or any other world or metaverse that is looking at building the next iteration of the internet. So I think for me, it really just comes down to you as a user. What are you after? You know, do you want to enter a gamified world or do you want to enter a world that, you know, you can complete, again, certain tasks um, you know, you can connect with others based on who you are and yourself. Maybe you can even complete your job, borderless education, health and wellness. There are so many verticals that open up with you having an identity attached to you. From my perspective, it just comes down to the end user and how they want to belong and how they want to be seen. Again, no one, this is something that is down to personal choice. So what infrastructure still needs to be built to improve the existing technology? And I, I say this question like thinking about the short term um, rather than the extreme long term. You know, tech, even though the technology exists and the infrastructure is there, I think sometimes we forget that people have different access to this technology and the infrastructure. Um, while some of us do have access to, you know, fast internet, strong broadband, um, you know, laptop, mobile phone, a lot of people still don't. So what it really comes down to is even though the tech is there, access to it, full access to it, you know, using it to its full capabilities might not be available for everyone. So in the short term, it would definitely be not solving that issue, but trying to understand how can you adapt to what people can actually interact and experience based on what they have available to them compared to others. This is why, you know, we take into account things such as when can a city appear to be low poly rather than high poly. So it saves you know, having to load and how you interact with it. This is all kind of thought out because when you're building, you're not building for one person, you're building for a variety of people who come from different, 
you know, um, again, from different backgrounds, from different appeals to different kind of level of technology knowledge. So yeah, short term would definitely be how can we ensure mainstream adoption that appeals to everyone's needs and capabilities. That was Sandra. Tune in next week to stay in the loop with what's on the block.